morning, How much of this is directly related to the early closing time, and is it how much goes beyond that? Well, I think a lot of it is directly related to the early closing time. Uh, from our perspective, that's a, a tremendous blow to our business models and and what uh, all the different owners that have you know played by the rules and done what they're supposed to and what they've been asked to, and now they've, sh- they've shifted the rules. It's a big issue for us. What's the what? What are the legal grounds for the litigation here? I, I suppose you would be saying, and I'm no lawyer, but I'm guessing you're going to say the Athens Clark County Commission lacks the authority to do this. That's correct. I mean, it, it's at, at this point in this procedure, it's pretty clear uh, that Governor Kemp has a well-established and you know multiple times uh, enacted by the state legislature giving him the power and executive orders declaring emergency, he set out the rules. Uh, and he specifically has said local governments that pass rules or attempt to pass rules that are more or less restrictive than what is in the state orders uh, are, you know, they're in, if they're in conflict with the state rules, then they're void. Uh, and our commission and mayor don't seem to care about that. Is there a timeline here? First of all, has the lawsuit actually been filed? Or are we simply discussing the lawsuit at this point? Uh, what's the timeline? No, sir. It has been filed. It was it was electronically filed yesterday as soon as they, uh, the, the commission voted to enact these new procedures and new rules. When we got wind that this was coming, we, you know, we had just a, a few hours, really, to work on this and get ready to go, and we did. And uh, we've got, you know, got a coalition of, it's not just bar and restaurant owners that are interested in this. Our named plaintiffs in the suit are several different you know, companies that operate bars in Athens and individuals that operate them. But we've got a lot, there's a lot of people that, that you know, are, are helping with the coalition and are, are wanting to see this stopped, restaurant and bars. But yes, sir, it's been filed. It's been assigned. Uh, the, the clerk of court has, has received it. It's been assigned to Judge Norris. Uh, and we're pushing to get an emergency hearing as soon as we possibly can uh, and get a temporary restraining order in place to to stop this ordinance from going into effect. Uh, you mentioned a coalition, Attorney Mo Wiltshire. Name names if you want or don't, doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm just interested in, generally speaking, who we're talking about here and how many. Well, again, the, the time frame, the turnaround on this is, has limited the, 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 you know, the number of people that we could physically get signed up. This is a verified complaint. So we have one, two, three, four, five corporate entities right now that operate a bunch of different establishments in downtown Athens, mostly in downtown Athens. That's where this is targeted. That's where the Commissioner Link's comments yesterday and other commissioners uh, over the recent weeks and months pretty much make it clear they're trying to stop college kids from gathering, and that's what they're trying to do. So the fact that they can't only pass rules that only apply to downtown is the reason it's it's countywide but we have a lot of different people that aren't named that are wanting you know that are involved in helping with this and and uh want to be involved and want to get on board more but the turnaround was so fast we you know five or six corporate entities that have have signed on and sworn to the facts that are in the complaint logistically, that's all we could do at the moment. Uh, of course, were you to, to be successful in court, were you to get injunctive relief or whatever else you might be seeking here, I suppose it wouldn't matter how many plaintiffs were actually on the lawsuit. Uh, if I own an establishment downtown, I'm not a party to your lawsuit. I'm still a beneficiary of the result if I get the result I want. That's exactly right. And there's a whole lot of people that are, you know, want to see that happen. And 
that are, their business are being affected. And these people are folks that, are, like I said, have played by the rules and were shut down or essentially shut down for you know weeks and months uh, and then have been allowed, pursuant to the governor's rules and the state rules, to reopen with certain very specific restrictions that our local officials have decided uh, are not good enough for them. Uh, Attorney Mo Wiltshire with us. Now, uh, you've mentioned the governor's rules a couple of times here, the governor's authority here a couple of times. I'm curious, have you uh, to this point been or do you plan to at any point be in contact with the governor's office on this? Well, you know, we have let the governor's office know what we're doing um, and advise them about it. But, you know, they've got a lot of fish to cry. And we can't wait around until, you know, sometime in a week or so uh, for state government to take action. I mean, th- this ordinance was passed. It was announced. These changes were announced just a few days ago. They passed it last night, and they intend for it to go into effect now, immediately. Um, and so we want to challenge it now immediately. So I, I'm, I imagine that based on what the governor's public position has been recently, that, uh, you know, they don't appreciate uh, this kind of behavior from local uh, elected officials that, that frankly just disregard the governor's orders and the state policy. Uh, Attorney Mo Wiltshire, I have been, you have been, we have all been watching uh, Kemp versus Bottoms there in Atlanta. I suppose the governor and the mayor still talking, uh, trying to resolve their issues, the mask mandate and the rest of it. But the larger question, it seems to me, and were this to get in front of a judge, and I've made this point, and I'm interested in your educated opinion here. You're a lawyer. You can speak to this better than I can. Uh, This is really about much more than who has to wear a mask. It's about who has the authority to set the parameters to who has the authority in these types of situations. And this goes far beyond any pandemic that we might deal with. Nothing new. This is a jurisdictional turf war. What, though, does state law, what, is, what, what does precedence hold in these types of cases? Well, for us, it, it, it seems really clear that the, the authority to in, enact emergency powers that's been passed by the Georgia legislature rests with the chief executive, which is the governor. The governor has that power. Uh, The Athens mayor, the Athens commissioners do not have that power. They've been specifically told you don't have that power and reminded you don't have that power. Uh, And, you know, they they have demonstrated, unfortunately, that uh, they believe that uh, the fact that they know best in their own minds is why they're allowed to do what it is they're trying to do, even though the the governor's executive orders and state law say this is who has the authority. And the governor has said, not only do I have the authority, I'm exercising that authority. And Tim, in every issue of state law, there's a doctrine of state preemption. If the state acts in an area, local government can't act in, in discord with that or, or against that. That's the, you know, it's just basic governmental structure. So, yes, it just goes way beyond who could be required to do what with a mask or, or anything else that's re- as it relates to COVID-19. It's, it's basic fundamental gov- government structure. Who has executive power? 
And that's what we're talking about. Now, again, this ordinance, this change in the ordinance, this, this earlier closing time for the bars, effectively 10 o'clock tonight, uh, starts tonight. And these bar owners begin to lose business and lose money tonight. Uh, they were already dealing with pretty tough circumstances anyway, allowed to reopen, but with greatly diminished capacity. It was already tough for them. Uh, and you're in contact with these folks. Uh, it would seem to me this is almost an existential matter for a lot of these folks. Oh yes, it, it, it is. It is essentially a matter of can they function or not. And the frustrating thing for a lot of these owners that that we talk to, you know, in, in this crisis and responding to this latest, uh, you know, usurpation of, of executive power by our our local commission and mayor, revolve revolve around this. I mean, unemployment is running out for a lot of their employees now. So these are folks that are in the service industry, that are in the hospitality industry, that have been able to hold on because of unemployment. That's coming to an end, and it was going to be okay because their business could start to reopen and they could function and they were going to have work. And now, uh, in one fell swoop, uh, these folks won't have work again because if if you know if you close these bars at nine or ten o'clock. Um, and the reason let's let's be let's make sure everybody understands why the mayor and commission is doing this. I and mean, if you watch the hearing last night, if you listen to their previous comments, then you know they're doing it because they don't want patrons who, as they specify, that are under 24, or under 30, to be able to gather. And what they the way they want to stop that is to cut down where they have traditionally been gathering, uh, and to hit the entertainment district 